I'm Emma Goldswell and welcome to Effin Hormones, the podcast about perimenopause and beyond. The beyond bit is really important because I'm actually menopausal, which is something I only really discovered last week when I read through producer Helen's notes for this podcast. Yes, I really am that clueless. And you discovered that two of the gang, Helen and Bina, said they weren't even sure if they're peri or not. It is, I think we can all agree, a very confusing time. It seems it's a familiar story to many other women at this time of life too. So if you've got a load of mad symptoms and you don't know what it is, or if you know your peri or meno, then you are all very welcome. The fact is, there are so many hormone-related things that can happen when you hit, say, your late 30s and up, which is why we've called it effing hormones, because that really covers all bases, doesn't it? Right, time to hear from the rest of my awesome gang, Bina Katani, Terry Sweeney and Helen Brown. Hello, gang. How are Hello. we? Hey, Hello. Hello. How are you doing? All good. Right. Now, I embarrassed myself by not knowing the difference between perimenopause and mer- menopause last week, despite the fact I've been in perimenopause for three years and menopause for the last two years. So it was a very educational podcast last week. What about you guys? Did you learn anything outstanding and useful? I thought you were going to say Mary Penopause just then. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's new. That, that's I've really that this yeah, week. That's just brand new research, actually, Helen, that even yeah. you don't know about as producer. Oh, of well the podcast. done, you. <laughs> Mary Penopause, it's got, it's got a ring about it, hasn't it? I quite like that. Yeah. I think it should be the name of a bar. Mary Penopause. Mary Penopause. What did you learn then, Bina? Anything? I was quite fascinated by the whole vaginal dryness and (laughs) stress wee thing. Oh, God. Did you just want to say that to annoy Terry? Or you were actually fascinated? Yeah. No, no, I genuinely was. I didn't realise that the stress wee thing had something to do with that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I. I thoroughly enjoyed learning about all the different symptoms of menopause because I didn't realise being a bit whiffy and having bad body odour was connected. There are so many things, aren't there? Well, I'm glad you found that out so we really don't have to have that chat with you ever. <laughs> <laughs> At least I've got something to blame it on now. Oh, no, everyone's going to think I stink now. No, they won't. Well, they're all going to think I've got vaginal dryness. Come on, which one's worse? <laughs> <laughs> all you hear about when you say, well, when you talk about menopause all you hear about is oh is that you know vaginal dryness I did say I wasn't going to discuss it tonight didn't I but uh, and here (laughs) we are again yeah here we go here we go and last right all week I've been getting adverts for Tenor Lady as well so my phone's been listening to my conversation yeah Yeah, it must be the stress basically just blame anything crap in your life on the menopause can't you pretty much I'll tell you what I mean, a day like today, the day I've had today, I'm blaming everything on perimenopause, to be honest. Tell us what you did to your cooker. <laughs> yeah, I texted you all earlier, didn't I? I basically put a plastic container on a hot hob plate. Ooh. And oh. it was just, I was just very absent-minded. I just used the hob, knew it was hot. There's a big red light saying it's hot. And <laughs> for some reason, I just went, oh, I'll just put that there for now. And then obviously it's melted and it's welded oh, to no. the hob. Oh no! So I've waited for it to cool down and I've been there trying to scrape it all off. And I'm like, oh my god, yeah. So there you go. You have just covered letter B in our A to Z. Thank you, Bina. I would say that is a classic case of brain fog. <laughs> I wasn't even trying. <laughs> <laughs> So just to remind you, the A to Z of Perry and Menno is where you get to hear about different aspects of Perry and menopause 
as we work our way through the alphabet. In a little while, you're going to hear about B vitamins uh, because our very first guest on Effing Hormones, Alison Stankard, is really keen to make sure you know all about the symptoms of vitamin B12 deficiency. But Helen, I think you've got another um, brain fog story, have you? So my story on the brain fog side of things is filling up my tank with diesel in my car it was a lease car and you know how expensive it is to get lease cars fixed it's a nice car as well and right it was so bad i drove it down the road which you're not supposed to do right obviously but (laughs) you couldn't actually fit the nozzle into the car it had been deliberately designed to try and prevent you from putting diesel in the petrol car by having a completely different shape for the nozzle so what i did was (laughs) i was so certain that it was a diesel car, not a petrol car, that I I balanced the nozzle oh onto the top of the hole. This is how convinced I was. <laughs> it was like that it needed diesel, not petrol. Balanced it on the top, filled it up, drove it, right? Parked oh no. it up when it went all funny, right? Left the car. It wasn't until the next morning that I woke up and do my morning yoga, because I have to do yoga to make me feel okay in the morning. And I remembered halfway through a stomach crunch, it's a petrol car! <laughs> oh, my, oh God. my God. Honestly, the guy, when the guy came to fix it, he said, you were so close to completely totaling your very expensive lease car. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh my God. God. Um, I know. That's my ultimate brain fog moment. There you go. What's to yours? To be fair, I, I've, I've put petrol in a diesel car before. On the M4. It was oh, awful. no, Bina. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I've got my brain fog as well, haven't I, from work? Why? What happened? I told you've forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely have forgotten, actually. That is, that, that is oh, pretty no. bad, Helen. I do remember. I remember now. Yeah, it's not good. So this is my brain fog story. I was at uh, a workplace um, a few weeks ago and... I desperately wanted to acknowledge that someone was in in the room and talk to them, except I actually said out loud to their face the completely wrong name and said, blah, blah, how are you? And it clearly wasn't that person. And this is someone else that we work with. And then maybe there are a couple of similarities, maybe there aren't. And she just totally pretended that she didn't hear me. Um, and then Aww. sort of went, are you talking to me? And I was like, yeah. And then I realised I, t- I just wanted the ground to swallow me up. Oh, and no. then eventually I had to apologise and go, I'm really sorry. And then do you know what I did to make it even worse? I had to blame the menopause and say, I'm yeah. really sorry. I just called you <laughs> completely the wrong name. Maybe we should make that OK. What do you think, girls? Should mm, we make yeah. blaming the menopause OK? Well, I was hoping that she'd understand and would like realise that I wasn't, it wasn't just, I just felt so rude. She's a bit younger though, isn't she? I don't know if she knows. Yeah. Emma, it was you who first made the menopause okay for me, to be honest, because I remember mm. you being on uh, on air and you had started stripping off with your co-presenter because you were having a hot flush. <laughs> and, then, and then you said, oh, let, me go and get, let me go and get my fan. And I just thought, oh, that's very refreshing, someone on air saying that they're having a hot flush. Yeah, well, the worst thing was when he used to present... Um, a breakfast show with a guy. He was a very good friend of mine, actually. And every time I had to, had to rip off my clothes, it's always worse in winter having a hot flush because you've got a jumper on and you've got to get it off very quickly. And if you're in the middle of a radio link on live radio, you, you're not going to stop for it. You're just going to get your jumper off. But instead of, like, 
glossing over it and not pointing it out to the listeners, which could have happened. No one had to know. Uh, my co-presenter would start singing a song and um, like playing this sort of theme tune to a strip tease. Oh, no. <laughs> Emma's stripping again. <laughs> oh, playing all this sexy music. So, yes, thank you. <laughs> um, Brilliant. Anyway, so that's B for brain fog. I think we've covered that. Um, but, Terry, you've been looking at another B, haven't you? What I have, have you- yeah. B, B for balance. Do you remember uh, Mr Miyagi? Balance, Danielson. Oh, I- yes. I think these references are going totally over Bina's head. <laughs> no, 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 no. I totally know the reference. God, how old do you think I am? We d- Listen, karate kid. Of course I know what you're talking about. <laughs> you just look confused. Maybe it's more of the brain fog. Anyway, balance, Terry. What's balance yes, all about? Yes, balance. So balance is actually an app. When I was looking at Dr Louise Newson's website, My Menopause Doctor, it was a bit of a lifesaver for me when I first started looking into the um, symptoms of perimenopause. She's now got an app. I've just recently downloaded it, so I've not used it very much. But so far, I think it's going to be really good because it's one of a few things that are now available for women that, you know, even just a year ago or so, there wasn't anything really. There wasn't that much available for women when they wanted to, to find out anything about menopause there's just nothing available so basically this app has got videos it's got lots of fact-based information about what each of the symptoms are that you that you can get and there's a whole we've we've mentioned this but there's like 30 or 40 odd Mm. like different symptoms but also it's a bit of a forum for women so i know we're about to talk to totes in approps about her online community but the balance app has one as well so i think there's just more and more forums for women to sort of support each other which i don't think there has been very much of in the past unless i just haven't been aware of it but i I believe Mm. this is like one of the first things that are available for women and i just think it's really useful because it's it's free um she's using it as a bit of a prototype so she wants feedback on it but the the good news is they've just got a webby, which is uh, it's like the effins of the web oh, world. Oh, very good. Uh, so yeah, so the, I mean they're quite prestigious the webby awards for websites. So it's just got a webby for for the work it's doing for women. I think it's uh, it's really good. But it's all about finding that balance in life, but also finding that there's the support elsewhere. And I think that's it's quite useful. And the, and the website, sorry, the app is called Balance. It's called Balance, right? And it's mm. available. It's free, and it's available in the App Store or uh, and Google Play. Oh, I'm going to look that up. Yeah, so that's my B. B for balance. Very nice. We'll check that out. Thank you. If you're loving effing hormones, please rate, review and subscribe. Cheers. Right, it's exciting times, people. It is time to introduce our very first guest on effing hormones. Woo, it woo, is woo. Alison Stankart, hey. a.k.a. Totes in a Probes. Welcome. Hello. Hey. Oh, Should we say hello, Trevor, as well? Is that your dog barking? Yeah, in the he's background? probably. Every time I go on a Zoom, he barks. He knows. He just seems to know if I'm doing something that he shouldn't bark, and he just he definitely <laughs> sparks then. Oh, well, thank you so much for joining us on Effing Hormones, and a big thank you on behalf of everybody, not just here in this group, but women across Britain, I think, really, for setting up the Totes Merry Perry Facebook group. Here, here. We are going to talk about that a lot in a little moment, but we want to hear a little bit about you first. I mean, firstly, I spent 10 happy minutes on Instagram today, which I never go on, just to look at all your incredible outfits. I mean, where did this all start? I decided about five years ago to see how much I could absolutely annoy my husband by wearing ridiculous things to go into his office <laughs> when I worked for him. That's why I'm called Totes and Approps, because it was like, how totally inappropriately could you dress for work? That's where it started. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, Instagrams, I'm not very good. I'm not very prolific 
quick on Instagram. I don't quite understand it, so I do more of it on Facebook. But yeah, but you know, it, it used to be literally a daily outfit and a score out of 10 for how much I'd annoyed my husband. And his business partner was very, very unhappy about it to start off with. He thought it was, his male pride was, was offended for my husband. He actually made me stop doing it at one point, my husband's business partner. So. No way. Yeah. That's so funny. So let's find out a bit more about you then, because you're a mum of three, you're an estate agent. But actually, I mean, I don't know how you have time to do all of these different things, but you become more like famous and involved with writing your blogs about your kids and your home life. And then, of course, talking about um, hormones and the menopause. Ah, well, I got sacked from being an estate agent. No, I didn't quite get sacked, but I don't exactly. <laughs> I don't really go to a place of employ anymore. Yeah, I just sort of go on the school run. And you can't quite be an estate agent with three children. It just doesn't work. So I did it for 20 years and then I just sort of went, I can't really do that anymore. So basically, I just flit around going running and things and try to make money out of blogging and basically fail at it. So... (laughs) <laughs> well, you've got over 170,000 followers on Facebook. You must be doing something yeah, right, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit about this sport called Ryaning. Have Why? I pronounced that no, right? Ryaning. Ryaning is, is doing, doing your ironing on a Sunday afternoon with, um, with a glass of wine. It's best done in the sun. So you take the ironing board outside and you get a bottle of wine and you put it on, you know, you put it on, the, uh, on the ironing board and you just get, <laughs> you just get pissed. Whilst you're riding it. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> but it's like a sport. It's like a sporting event. I think I invented this with real ale, though. I used to do a Sunday evening iron, listen to my favourite 80s tunes and drink real ale yeah. in my bedroom. I don't think that's quite as exciting as yours. I think outdoors in the sun with wine sounds yeah. better. That's, it was, it's the way forward. I think it'd be great if we did like a national synchronised whining day or something <laughs> like that. It'd be quite fun. 100%. Right, let's talk your... Totes Merry Penny Facebook page then. I mean, how did you come to set it up? I had a very unpleasant experience with the GP and I decided to set up a, just a Facebook group for people who were sort of in a similar sort of position who wanted to sort of whinge about being hot and um, swear a lot and, you know, and just talk about how shit it all was, basically. So, but without taking, you know, I didn't want it to be the sort of group where it was that sort of the seven dwarves of the menopause, like, here we laugh, let's laugh at women of a certain age. I don't want that sort of stupid humour, but I wanted a place where people could, you know, there was a bit of humour, a bit of banter, and we could sort of laugh at ourselves, you know, on our terms and basically just help each other out because it's just hard, isn't it? It's just, it's hard. And there's a GP, well, sorry, I shouldn't say this, but I, I did have, I had a good experience with a GP, but I, I dealt with two um, male GPs who were absolutely terrible, just didn't know what they were doing at all and just almost laughed at me. So rather than, you know, stage a, a rooftop protest at the GP surgery, which I was thinking about doing, um, I decided to set up a Facebook group. <laughs> Like you say, it's, it's sort of there to be a big sort of bitch fest about stuff, about your symptoms and about problems that you're having. But also it's incredibly supportive, isn't it? And women are there really giving each other tips and advice and, you know, a shoulder to cry on, as it were. Have you been surprised by the success of it, really, and how big it's got? Yeah, I suppose so. I think I think I thought maybe it'd be a couple of thousand people and then just prove that it's needed, really, doesn't it? Mm. And I don't think it's got an awful lot to do with me. Any, do you know what I mean? I think I've got got my my mug on the front page of it and I just get totes into the title of it. I do sort of decide some of the tone of the group, but realistically, a group is 
by the people for the people, isn't it? So Yeah, you definitely steer the ship, though. I'm going to read you the page description now. Well, read everyone it. You probably know it. Um, a place for women to talk about how hot and sweaty they are in a dignified but sweary manner. No poems about hairy snouts will be tolerated. Oh, I hate that Which poem. I just love. <laughs> have, you, have you heard that poem? It makes me want to vomit. No, right, talk us through this, because I amazingly have never seen this and, and you oh. you guys keep getting sent this at the Facebook group all the time and you keep having to take it down don't you go on tell us what it's about it's a it's a poem I believe it was written a couple of years ago by somebody who likens women to like pigs and calls them sweaty and and I think it's supposed to be one of those poems that's sort of like oh you know aren't we all in this together but it's like I think some of the lines in it are like back fat and bristly snouts and things and it's just vile that sort of, oh, shouldn't we be glad to be all alive? You know, well, we've made it this far and other people are dead and you're just like, no, I just know it's shit. It's shit and you're basically encouraging other people to laugh at us. You can have humour about it in, in this sort of stuff, but that's not humour to me. It's sort of encouraging people to mock people who are, mm. men, you know, perimenopausal mm. and menopausal. So, yeah, I hate that poem though, yeah. I genuinely have never seen it. And then I see the admins and, and you mentioning it. I'm like, I've still never seen this poem. I'm obviously in the right place. Yeah, you are in the right place. We've <laughs> protected you from it. Thank yeah. you. So <laughs> people are not sharing and appreciating that poem, but what are sort of some of the most sort of common things that people come to the group for? What are some of the common themes and threads? Um, all sorts of things. We, you know, we get the old um, vaginal dryness. We get the latest <laughs> stuff about um, testosterone. The latest things about testosterone. Like, you know, absolutely everything. You and there's, you know, is this a symptom? One of the favourite things that comes in every day is this a symptom? Is this? A, and some mm. of the things that people are, are, they just can't possibly be a symptom. But they just, so, you know, I'm not I think that, that. You, know. you see, some sometimes I've got an itchy left elbow. Is that a symptom? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like. <laughs> you don't know where people are at so we do quite often let stuff like that so we, we don't delete much is the truth because it is admin approved that some of the posts just to sort of cut down on the sort of especially memes and things that we just get same things repeated time and time again but you know um i've forgotten where i was going i've got the brain fog <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we were talking about we were talking about the very thing earlier. You can probably top that with your story, I think, can't you? Oh, mine where I forgot to pick my child up. Go on, it was awful. No, so uh, and actually, I don't know if this was. uh, So we're going to talk about B12, aren't we? Mm. Later, so I don't know Mm. if it's B12 deficiency related or if it was um, peri. But I got in my car to go and pick. It's it's not even funny, you know. Like some of these stories are funny. But I went to pick my child up in Nutsford, and I never quite made it there. I decided to go to the supermarket, and I was not just picking her up. I was picking up another, a a younger child from gymnastics. And Nutsford is about a twenty-five minute drive away. And on the way, I just decided to go to Aldi and just was walking around Aldi, letting people go in front of me in the queue and happily. And then all of a sudden I went, oh, shit, I was supposed to be picking my child up. And it was gymnastics and I didn't know them. And I didn't know the pe- the pe- the parents of the child who and my phone was on silent and I looked at my phone and I got fifty missed calls. <gasps> oh, gosh. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> You've obviously picked them up today, anyway. Yeah, that's definitely that's that's football. Oh, tr- the dog as Is well. That Trevor. That's Trevor. <laughs> 
just going back to the group quickly, have you got any sort of success stories or things that you've seen that have really sort of surprised you and warmed your heart? Oh, today we've had a pregnancy story. So we've had a lady who said she'd have to leave the group because um, she thought for the last 23 years that she was infertile, that um, she wasn't menopausal at all, she was pregnant. So I'm not quite sure how old she was, but she must have been, I'm presuming, sort of over 40, getting to getting that. Wow. Um, and we've had, so 2,000 people have, have congratulated her today. But yeah, Aww. that was lovely. Well, four more now. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Imagine amazing. having a baby though, at this age. But if you've not got any, because I presume she hasn't got any, so amazing, really. But yeah, there are all sorts of things, and just get loads of people just saying, "Oh, thanks for you know." After sort of years and years and years of not being listened to, I've I've basically been listened to now. I've armed myself with information, and we do get a lot of people who, who get a lot out of it. So. Do you think you're having any any impact? So through all the group and all the women sort of encouraging each other to go back to to be listened to in some on some occasions. Do you think you're having an impact in terms of how women are treated medically? I think there's a lot of women that now realise that you can go and demand testosterone and stuff. You know, I think there's a lot of people are going in with these lists of symptoms and things. And um, I think a lot of us aren't listened to, and a lot of women's problems and health problems just sort of seen as a bit of a, a nuisance and hard to deal with. And I think that possibly we are. People are being a bit braver, spurred on by a whole group of other people. I think that it does make people brave when they know that people that... It's not just them that are in that position where they've not been listened to or... You know, and I think if you take... If you take that and, and, and run with that sort of advice that you're being given, it's much easier to do and you feel like you've got these women on your side, maybe. Well, I did see a post the other day that really inspired me, actually, by someone saying... Thank you to everyone in this group because I've now had that conversation with my GP and armed with all the information that I've gathered from this group, I've got it. I've got what I've asked for because I was able to quote all these things and talk about the nice guidelines and all of that and she managed to get HRT. So there's some real success stories there, aren't there? Yeah. I think the thing that I've got most from the group is when I've been reading stuff and me thinking, oh, I'm not mad. I'm not going mad. That It's not all in my head. There are these symptoms, not an itchy left elbow, but... There are sort of bigger things, which I've been told I've got polycystic ovary syndrome. And there's a lot of overlap between that and symptoms of perimenopause, or so I feel. Just reading what people are posting just makes me feel like I'm not mad. It's not just me. Totes, what has um, the group done for you in terms of your feelings of frustration and how you were feeling at the, the beginning when you first created it? I think it's nice to know that there are other people out there that that are in exactly the same position. And I think that you can just take heart from that, can't you? That you're not absolutely going to do lally and that I was so angry when they treated me like that, so frustrated and... And, you know, tearful, I came out of the docks a few times and just cried, like, literally sobbed on the way home because it was... And it wasn't because I was upset, it's because I was really angry. Yeah, like I said, there's so many... There's people in worse position than, you know, than me. It was just sort of fobbed off a little bit. And and I think, you know, there are people out there that are loads, in loads worse position than that, so... But, yeah, it's nice to know there are other people out there. You know, 20, I think there's 21,000 of us now, so... Yeah. So one of the things that we mentioned at the um, start of the episode was just how confusing a time this, this time of life is. And um, Helen and Bina are still unsure as to whether 
their problems and their symptoms are actually perimenopause or if they're actually something else. And the same was true for you, wasn't it? You weren't really sure if it was perimenopause or if it was a vitamin deficiency. Is that right? No, so I basically thought I was perimenopausal for ages and then basically found out that it became so bad that like, there was the thing with the forgetting to pick up children and things. And, and somebody said to me, have you tried to see if you're B12 deficient? And um, yeah, I, I was really, really, but the, you know, the symptoms are very similar. Brain fog, being tired, fatigue, and there's so many. And they just cross over into perimenopausal things that you just don't, and to this day, I don't know which is which. So today I'm a bit tired and I'm a bit brain foggy. And uh, I, I presume that's menopause, but you know, again, basically, oh, well, I've also got no thyroid as well. It's all these things that are all, and they've all got very similar symptoms, but yeah, the B12 deficiency. I didn't realize that was there because I thought all the symptoms were perimenopause. And you just make these presumptions and there's these things, they, they get worse over a long period of time and you just sort of go, oh, it's my age, you know, my hips hurt because it's my age and I can't think straight because mm. it's my age. And you don't realize how bad things have got over a long period of time until one day you go, no, actually you can't. You know, it's not normal to forget to pick your child up even when you set off to go and get her. You know, that was that was bizarre behaviour. And it, that wasn't the only time I did it as well. I forgot to pick the boys up from school twice. Just lost track of time, you know. But that's scary. I mean, you must, through your mind, must be going, am I getting early onset dementia? Well, no, I did, no, actually. It crossed my mind. Yeah, I yeah. thought, definitely thought that um, I, got on, I got dementia. At one point, and I even said to the doctor, and he sort of, this is one of the GP things, one of them laughed at me when I said that, and he said, no, no, no. People who've got dementia don't actually know they've got dementia, and I was going, but I, I'm losing things, I'm losing things in my head. And he, he basically sort of laughed at me and called me, you know, and it, it, it was very nice, it, was, it wasn't done in a mean way, but it was... You know, it was basically a shut-up woman, you know. It was mm. it was an old-school, you know, male doctor, and he, he'd got a lovely bedside manner. He meant to be kind, but ultimately it was, you know, telling me I was being stupid, and, and I wasn't. I had, you know, it is dementia-like symptoms you've got when, you've, when, it's, when it's B12 deficiency. Um, so, you know... But there's other weird symptoms, aren't there, like um, tinnitus and pins and needles. Yeah, it's I've got really those. Obscure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I'd wake up every morning and, like, like, well, I'd wake up in the middle of the night with, you know, my hands were dead, um, my feet were dead. Oh, at one point, um, when it was really, really bad, I got pins and needles in my vagina. Wow, that's a first. The nurse yeah. said, don't call it. She said, don't call it that. Call it your saddle, darling. Call it, call it your saddle. No. saddle. <laughs> Never heard of that either. Saddle. I've heard of saddle sore. Is that a whole other thing? <laughs> Oh, there we go. We've learnt a new term there, haven't we? I know. That's the only one I've heard. <laughs> oh, and then I had the... I went to have the coil fitted. Well, I had the vasovagal thing and ended up in the back of an ambulance. Yeah. Did you have a vasovagal syncope? Yeah. <laughs> so did I. How funny. Did you end up in a hospital bed? I did, yeah. Ended up in A&E. Yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> strange. Yeah, really odd. Vasovagal reaction. And it was having the coil fitted and that the whole... It was at the sexual health clinic. And they basically turned up this ambulance crew and they, on the way to the hospital, they said, I have never seen, like, ten staff look so scared in my life. <gasps> because he's, they were going... They were going, it's just weird. It's quite a normal thing to happen. But it was at the sexual... Honestly, can you imagine coming out of the sexual health clinic on the 
back of a stretcher. Oh, no. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> oh, God. I literally had my legs up in the air. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, mate. Bina's looking a bit what terrified now. What is the vasovagal <laughs> syncope? It's where your heart and your blood pressure at the same time... Drop. Yeah, drop. Drop. And you and in my case I had a seizure. Oh did you? Sorry, That's I'm laughing because oh. it was funny, but And this is hormonal, right? Yeah. Well mine was well, it's the jury's out, might have been post COVID, could have been hormonal. But my friend's a, a consultant and she said it's it's hormones as well can cause them. Uh, wow. Basically syncope seizure. So it's it's fainting. Basically We're terrifying Bina here because you're you're the youngest one out of all of us, aren't you, Bina? And <laughs> you're am. just getting all these horror stories now. <laughs> right. like, oh my god. What, what merry hell is awaiting me? <laughs> like, yeah, or I might god. be fine. Or I might be fine. Or you might sail through it. Yeah. But at least yeah. you've been forewarned. But also, look, you know that there's this group of women around the place who are like all in the same boat and all happy to swear and still be their cool selves because you don't change, do you? We all listen to cool music, we pay attention to the news, we read, you know, we're not just these symptoms and that's why this stuff is important mm. and that's why it's important to educate ourselves and support each other as well. Effing hormones. Talking about perimenopause because no bugger else does. What would you say to other women who are wondering if they're perimenopausal? What symptoms would you point out to other women to be particularly aware of with regard to vitamin B12 deficiency? Oh, oh, definitely the neurological stuff. So you're going to be tired, you're going to be... All those things can be other things, but I think that the things you've got to look out for and the things you've got to start worrying about is if you've got tinnitus, if you've got pins and needles in your hands and your feet, stuff like that. Brain fog, you know, there's a bit of brain fog, but then there's like you know literally setting off to go somewhere and not getting there which is you know I think sometimes you just know that you've just done something terrible but um yeah that was out of character for me you know I'm always a bit a little bit mm. late but to actually forget to go and pick a child up was ridiculous so mm. yeah. yeah but yeah no you just need to go I'd say go and get tested for everything I think I think I get tested about once a year at the moment for all sorts of things because of my thyroid and things. I think yeah, everybody needs to go and get bloods when you get to a certain age. You need to go and if you're not feeling brilliant, don't just presume that it's perimenopause or menopause. You know, you need to sort of just go and make sure that your thyroid's working, you're not deficient in anything. Well, you convinced me. I mean, I was going to ring my doctor tomorrow anyway about a few things. I've added a couple to the list now. I definitely want to get my bloods checked for some of those things. So thank you, totes. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to say thank you, Totes, because I've got so much out of Totes Mary Perry down the years. Most of the inf useful information that I've had about perimenopause has been from other women, and it's been from the group that you set up. And I was, I was there right at the start when you very first posted about feeling crappy. I was saying to the girls earlier, I was almost watching in real time as the comments mm. were stacking underneath that very first post, and it was extraordinary, wasn't it? I mean, you'd look away, and then you'd look back, and there were two, there'd be 200 extra comments underneath, and it just goes to show how much it's needed and I personally think I have discovered what's wrong with me which is um, a histamine intolerance which a woman posted on Totes Mary Perry when we were all having a discussion about migraines so I just wanted to say thank you because I know it's hard work running a Facebook group like that and to the mm. other admins who volunteer to help you out to do it thank you very much oh, hey. Hey. You're so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> women empowerment power yes <laughs> 
It is time for the Perry Grilling Round. That's a great name, isn't it? Thank you, Terry. First of all, Totes, we want you to nominate a tune for the Effing Hormone Spotify playlist. Oh, I've got this one. You've got this one, have you? So just to remind everyone listening, this is a tune that either may soothe your troubled hormonal headache head or maybe a tune to make you feel like a badass woman when you need to get up and get going and you really don't feel like it. Or maybe a rage tune to illustrate your hormonal rage. Which which have you gone for out of those? I'm going for Psycho Killer by Talking Heads. (laughs) Oh, brilliant. Great tune. (laughs) Also, I can see next to you, you've got about 500 records, so you are a proper music buff, aren't you? It is my husband. It's like, yeah, it's it's his thing, so... This is the second collection. It's a man thing, apparently. They sell the vinyl, then they buy it all back again at three times the price. My other half is doing that right now. Yeah, that is happening in our house. To, to be right. fair, I've done that a bit as well. Mm. I, I, I gave all my album, my vinyl, to charity shops and, like, yeah, five, six, seven years later, I'm, like, buying them all back. Oh, what was I doing? <laughs> oh, anyway, right. Psycho, Psycho Killer, Killer has been added to the Effing Hormones Playlist. Thank you very much. Great choice. Yeah. Fabulous. Love that. And then finally, it is time, a bit like the Oscars, this, to award somebody an effing. Uh, so we've asked you to nominate your Perry or Menno hero. Who is your effing going to go to? Well, it's got to be my um, husband's business partner, I think, because. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, hated, who hated my um, my uh, blog so much that it made me shut it down. And then, oh, yeah, that's a, that's the whole reason why I've never, ever named my husband in my blog. But he's always been referred to as dangerous, which is hilarious, because he's not. And, uh, yeah, so I've never been allowed to mention his name. I'm going to award the, um, my award to his business partner. And let's hope he never hears this. Because... <laughs> 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 but he did me a lot of Brilliant. good by he made me very very determined well done for getting through it all yeah. and thanks again yeah, right, yeah thank you so much for giving up your time oh, no, it's been no, really good you. getting you on thank you very much for our first me. guest yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. it's lovely to yeah. meet you oh, lovely to meet thank you all. thank you so much I'll, and you I'll too. go get some wine and that is the end of Evan Hormones for this episode next time you're going to hear from Sue Devaney who plays Debbie Webster in Corrie Uh, You might remember Sue as well from Johnny Briggs, from Casualty and Dinner Ladies as well. Sue's really passionate about raising awareness of the menopause and she's been through a hell of a lot, to be honest, and we've all got ultimate respect for her. You'll hear her story next time. Thanks for listening. Do get in touch with us at the Effin Hormones website. That's effinhormones.com. And of course, if you have enjoyed this podcast, please rate, review and subscribe as well. Cheers. I feel like we should be on uh, universe, universally challenged at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so goodbye from us. And I'm sweating. I'm exhausted. <laughs>